It's time to get inspired. This message is brought to you by the International Center Gospel Church, Dallas, Texas. Raising leaders, shaping visions, and influencing society through Christ. And now, God's Word by Reverend Martin Sinsafo, Senior Pastor, ICGC Destiny Temple. Say breakthrough by encroachment. Today we are going to go to some places. Somebody say hallelujah. Yeah, breakthrough by what? Encroachment. Dethrone on me or destroy your enemy. Chapter 32, verse number 13 and 14. Amen. He made him ride on the high places of the earth. That he might eat the increase of the fields. He made him rise. Ride on the high places of the earth. That he might eat the increase of the fields. And he made him to suck honey out of the rock. My goodness. And oil. Out of the flinty rock, butter or butter of kin. I believe the other will say butter. Let me say butter so that it will be to the glory of God. And milk of sheep with fat of lambs, and rams of the breed of Bassan and goats. With the, I think this goat was put there because of Nigerians. They like goat head. With the fat of kidneys of wheat. They call it isiewu. <laughs> it, it simply means in Ghana, colloquially, I'm, I want to eat and die. And thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape. Somebody say Interesting. This conference is very profound because of the theme or the caption of the conference, Empowerment and Breakthrough Conference. So E, B, C. Yesterday, I defined empowerment a little bit, uh, breakthrough a little bit, and today, I want to continue some definition God gave me today to add to it then move you to the next level in a few moments. Can I hear you say amen here? When we talk about breakthrough, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the eradication of obstruction, the triumph over stumbling blocks, and incomparability over antagonism. When we talk about breakthrough, we are talking about achievement in the hub of uncomplimentary state of affairs. When we talk about breakthrough, we are talking about forceful expansion of existing entity. Forceful expansion of existing entity. Say with me, forceful expansion. Forceful 
of existing entity. Breakthrough is the aggressive incremental addition to a status quo in order to manifest greatness. Breakthrough is a forceful mental reasoning and practical steps taken to gain access into new realm of existence for profitable maximization. Breakthrough is an, the encroachment into a desired manifestation for the purpose of fulfilling destiny. Breakthrough is aggression for progression. Breakthrough is the ability to discover your placement in life and be ready to fight so you can take your flight. And I prophesy, I feel I'm not going to wait, something's going to happen here. I prophesy over somebody's life that in the name that is above every other name, any form of satanic encroachment, I release divine ability to go and take over that which the enemy has taken from you. Lift up your voice and shout, yes. May I announce to you that wherever you want to be, somebody is already occupying the place. So God has developed a system of substitution by addition. Yeah. And sometimes God has to demote to promote. God has to cause somebody to, to become a mess so you can be introduced as a message. I'm talking to somebody. You are not me. You are not getting me. You are not getting me. Somebody, somebody will be caused by God to do wrong so your breakthrough will not stay long. And I feel like I'm prophesying to somebody here that there are some of you hearing the sound of my voice. There are places God has promised you. And in the name that is above every other name, I see God taking you there after this service tonight. Lift your hand and shout yes. Lift your leg and shout yes. Shake yourself and shout yes, Lord. I see you entering there in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. There shall not be delay. No more delay. There shall be no more derailment. There shall be no more castigation. There shall be no more humanistic interference. There shall be no more demonic interruptions. There shall be no more attacks on your destiny. I see you fulfilling destiny without struggle. If you believe that, give somebody half of a shout. Yes! Sit down for me if you can. I think I got to, I got to take you somewhere. So encroachment is of the heart. The state of your heart determines the space of your life. Let me say that again. The space of your heart determines who am I communicating with here? I said the state of your heart Determine the space of your life. That means the amount of grace you can enjoy from divinity is expressed by the amount of space you have created for him to occupy. My God, I feel like talking to somebody here. Now, you, let me say this, that if you don't have a daring heart, you cannot be a darling before men. Yeah. You must be daring for you to become a darling. Yeah. Yeah. 
If you are not ready to fight, then you are not qualified to fly. I'm taking you somewhere. Are you following me? I don't know who I'm talking to. Are you following me? I prophesy over your life tonight. If your amen is louder, may God give you the grace to enter into territories that people cannot enter. Venture into dreams others are running away from. Enter into certain locations that people can never even imagine he will be there. May God grant you the, 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 the ability to assess places that others have been denied. And in case you have ever been denied before, in your next level, I say access release. You did not hear me. I just prophesied over your life. I say access is released. Your marital access is released. Your financial access is released. Your promotional access is released. Your visionary access is released. Your connection aspect is released. Your partnership aspect is released. Your networking access is released. Lift your voice and say access release. My God, sit down for me for a moment. Am I blessing somebody already here? I prophesy, listen to me. Wherever you were denied access, I stand here as God's servant. That before the end of this year, may God introduce a personality that would redefine your identity. If that amen is louder, one person will enter into this ministry. One person will enter into your ministry. One person will enter into your life. One person, I'm, I'm talking to somebody here. One person will walk into your destiny and everything about you is about to change. Give somebody half of that. Say, Apostle is speaking to me. Come on, tell somebody, Apostle is speaking to me. Something is about to change. Something is about to move. I can see his glory. It looks like heaven on earth. Lift up your voice and shout, yes! Sit down for me. Encroachment is a desperate cry for breakthrough. You need a lion's heart to have a lion's share. There are people, they say, I don't want trouble. You are not ready for double. I can't take risk. You can't have rest. You must be able to do the impossible for you to see the invisible manifest in the visible realm. And I prophesy there are some of you after this service you are going to listen to me. They can lock you up in the room. You will say come out and fulfill destiny. You are unstoppable if you shouted amen here. I see you fulfilling destiny. I see you taking territories. I see you making a difference. Lift up your voice. I want to hear you scream. You are ready to get there. You are ready to get there. For God shall do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can think and imagine. That means even God can only do what you think in a stretch. So there shall be elasticity of your mental magnet. Yeah. If God will stretch my ideas and my thinking capacity, okay, I want to be a president, and God said he will do beyond my imagination. That means if I have to go for first term alone, he will give me second term. 
then give me access to certain connections and certain realms of influence. But if I don't ever want to be a president, where I can end is chief of staff. Yeah. So can I announce to you that if you want to have an empowerment and breakthrough in this conference, expand your mental horizon. <clears throat> if you don't dream bigger than you, it's better you were not born. If your dream is not bigger than you, God is not in it. If your dream is not impossible, God is not in it. If people have not mocked your dream, God is not in it. If yourself, your dream is not hunting you, then God is not in it. It has to be too big that it will give you sleepless night. Because if you cannot handle it, then you are saying it is God that will handle it. And I prophesy over your life, may God start handling things you cannot handle. Lift up your voice and let me hear you shout amen here. You cannot handle, listen to me, you have waited for too long to go for someone ordinary. You have waited for so long to go for something ordinary. You have fasted for so long to go for things that are usual. I prophesy breakthrough is coming your way. Lift up your voice. Shout that amen like a believer. Sit down for me for a moment. I think I'm blessing somebody here tonight. Give someone half a fan. Say, I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus. Come on, say, in the name of Jesus. You are on God's calendar to make a difference in the game of life. Somebody shout a louder amen here. May I announce you that encroachment mentality is the art of daring opposition and confronting failure, not crying as one. One of the most political personalities in Ghana I admire is Mahama, John Mahama. Because I saw the way the guy failed woefully and I've seen the way he's coming forcefully woeful defeat forceful attack for reinstatement if you want to make a statement in life you must be able to be aggressive enough that in the midst of hostility you will still find your way to destiny I'm talking to somebody here. Are you hearing me? Abraham Lincoln will tell you that failure is a detour but not a dead end. Franklin D. Roosevelt will tell you that ladies and gentlemen, can I tell you what he will tell you? He will tell you he will become a president. Even though he suffered from poliomyelitis and ended up in a wheelchair, he will become a president not with his leg but with his head. Life is governed by the head. Not your height, but your head. Not your feet, but your head. When your head can see ahead, it will go ahead. And you will end up becoming the head. And I prophesy to you, if you shout amen here, I see God realigning your thought line. Come on now, if you, start, if you have ever been thinking small, grace is coming to expand your mental elasticity, your mental horizon. God is expanding you because your mentality controls your totality. Your destiny is wired on your mindset. If your mind tells you you can do it, God will help you to do it. Why? Because as a man thinketh, so you are a total product of your thought line. No amount of preacher or prophet or apostle can ever change you from what your thought have decided. 
breakthrough. Today, I challenge you to expand your dream horizon. Expand your mental horizon. You have been in America looking for a job. You got the job. I pray for you that in this America that they say is a land of opportunity, may God grant you an idea that will make you hire people to work for you. If you shouted amen, so shall it be for you. Yeah. I prophesy. Your season have come. Yes. Hey, Papa, but what, what about if I do it and I fail? Why, why not? If I've never failed before, you never know what success is all about. How can you shout, I was blind, but now I can see if I've not been blind before? Hey. You Listen to me. Until, until something happens a little bit to your ear, you will never know you have one. Who am I communicating with here? Let something small happen. Oh, now, oh. Oh, but before, you never even touch your ear. You have never even cleaned it before for some time now. Who am I communicating with here? But when something started, you started, oh my God, my God. Listen to me. Everything you are looking for is there. It's just that you have not paid attention to it. Your car is there. Your house is there. Your industries are there. Your, your, your businesses are there. Your dreams are there. The resources, they are there. But you have not paid attention. So you have lost direction. I think I'm preaching to somebody here. I prophesy. I give you the grace for encroachment. Come on, I say mental encroachment. Somebody shout a louder amen here. Sit down for me. Most of the people in Ghana and America sometimes, they are not as aggressive as my friends in Nigeria. I was prophesying to somebody in the church. Then the way I was speaking about a person's life, one man carried $1,000 or something in California. Place it on the altar. I said, the prophecy is not for you. He said, no, sir. This prophecy is too much for one person. I am collecting my portion. Who am I communicating with here? As I tell you right now, he is called Steve Okoli. He owns about three children's hospital in California alone. One encounter based on decision and aggression has guaranteed him access for progression. Some of you, you cannot risk it with man. You cannot even risk it with God. You came as an escort. Look at someone say, I did not come to escort you. I also came to answer present. <laughs> I think it sounds good. Come on, say that again. Say, I also came to answer present. When we were in school, we heard they mentioned your name. Emmanuel, you say present, sir. How many of you we said that? Yeah, present, sir. They mentioned your name. Uh, Martin says, present, sir. So in the game of life, I hear you shouting present. Because, listen to me, you will not exist. You will live to fulfill your destiny. Lift up your voice and I want to hear your amen like a believer here. Encroachment mentality is the energy for survival. One day, Casey Price said, we do not break through by accident. We break through by deliberate effort. When the grace of God is carrying you, you must be willing to be carried. When a man wants to help you, you must be available to be helped. God's ability is restricted when there is no availability in the heart of a man. Who am I communicating with here? God tell, told you you are going to be a millionaire. You are going to count millions. And you look at yourself now and say, uh, Apostle Lincoln, 
Maybe the prophecy is for someone else. Because I'm talking to you right now, I'm homeless. God does not speak into your now. God speaks into your tomorrow. And since your tomorrow is a mystery, you must develop mastery. Mastery over your history. So that your past will not make you pass your future. I'm talking to you something now. So sometimes, wherever God said he's going to take you to, might not look like it. But I tell you, you are going to be there because, listen to me, Jesus was born in a manger, but became the manager of the whole world. I tell you sometimes, your background might not look like it, but God does not look at your back. God always speaks to your front. And I prophesy, your life is like something that they are weaving. Weaving. How many of you know weaving? Weaving. Come on, say weaving. Do your hand and say weaving. One more time, say weaving. You know, when I was coming at the airport, I saw somebody at the airport doing kente. Okay? And then I went back a little bit and I didn't see how beautiful it was. So somebody said, oh, it's nice. I said, no, I can't see it. He said, if you come this way, I went to the front and I saw how beautiful it is. When people look at your back, they might not see how beautiful your life God is making you to become. But when they come in front of you, they will know that the most beautiful thing about the future is that it comes one day at a time. And you might not be where God promised you to be, but you are not where you used to be. There is a place God is about to take you to. And I see you getting there very fast. Lift up your voice and shout a louder amen here. Am I blessing somebody tonight here? Give somebody half half one more time. Say, I am on my way. And I'm not looking behind. I am looking forward to move forward. For I cannot look backward and move forward. Encroachment creates your chances. Encroachment is a pathfinder. Encroachment mentality is a realm of fearlessness. A realm of lion-heartedness. God gave them Canaan. But he planted giant there. God does not give things on a platter of gold to people because God has realized that anything you don't get by a little effort, you lose it without regret. The difference between the first Adam and the second Adam is that the first Adam slept, woke up, and everything was there. The gold was there. Diamond was there. Animals was there. The only thing that God had told him, it's not good for you to be alone, so I will make you help me. He said, okay, sir. He said, he thought it was also going to come like that. But by the time he realized, God said, I have to put you in, deep, on, in a deep sleep. I have to put an, an anesthesia. Is that what you talk about here? And then on you, for you to have a deep sleep, and I will... Take something from you to make something for you. I will take something from you to make something for you. Do you know that everything in the Eden that God created for Adam, Adam lost it and he never apologized. But Adam never lost what came out of him. When God was sacking him, he carried Eve. Who am I communicating with here? When he fell, he fell with him. I said, this guy's love is very crazy. It's very crazy. Yeah. Now, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, that Adam did not struggle for anything. So whatever he struggled for, he made sure he left with it. The second Adam was conceived, went through process, was given birth to, came to the world, and started making a difference. 
and the same temptation that came upon the first Adam came upon the second Adam whose name is Jesus and Jesus was able to withstand why because he went through a process that because of the vigorousy of the process he never wanted to finish a midway or halfway because when you start something and you are not able to finish it, it becomes a monument of disgrace and shame against you. And I see the Lord about to take you beyond where you have ever been for a very long time. And if you can shout amen, may God take you there. Come on now, I thought you would shout may God take you there. I say may the Lord take you there. Lift up your voice and shout a louder amen here. <laughs> Let me say this before I talk to you for five more minutes and we pray. Do you know that God himself promised the Israelites, I will give you a land? How many of you realize that? And he did not, he said, the land is filled with milk and what? Please preach with me. Milk and what? When they got there, did, did they see milk? Did they see honey? They saw giants. Every space God has promised you, somebody is occupying it already. So how will you be able to get to that seat if someone is sitting on it? Hannah saw it and said, the Lord kill it and make it alive. So sometimes God kills because of you. God made people to mess up because he wanted Esther to become a queen. He has to make Vasti make a mistake. Vasti fired. Esther hired. That is how God operates. God's ways are extremely mysterious. Somebody's looking at me and saying, Apostle Lincoln, wow. Is that what you say? Yeah. God's ways are very, very what? Astarion. <laughs> I prophesy if you shout amen. amen. Whatever that belongs to you. Ah, let me look at what the Holy Ghost said me. He said, I should tell you, another man will not wear the crown that belongs to your head. You did not hear me. I got to say that again. Another man will not wear the crown that belongs to your head. Every crown that belongs to your head shall be for your head. Lift your voice and shout yes. Watch this. I saw Samuel. Samuel is one of the most profound, credible, authentic, validated, tested, and trusted prophets. Yet, he went to the house of Jesse and was doing CCC, Sinanako, Tata, Bonkuto, 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 Ale Prede, E Mamie, E Pape, E Bom Bom Fire. Mamma Beraco soldier. I was like, wow! How can a prophet do this? A prophet in this capacity will be doing one, two, three, four, five. Is it this one? Is it not that one? Dicky darling, Dicky darling. Which one is this? Okay, let me try it with Eliab. Let me try it with Abinadab. Let me try it with this. And then God will say, hey, no. Go and say, stop. So if God's voice is not even smart, the guy will enthrone somebody that is not in the original calendar of God to be enthroned. 
Somebody's place would have been given to somebody because the person was not at the exact location that the prophet was. So the prophet thought, they brought me to the house. I've seen people, but my own carnal conclusion, this guy has a good height. This guy looks plumpy. This guy looks like a nice guy. I can pour the oil on his head. Let me announce to you, your breakthrough is coming, but you should be at the right place, at the right time, with the right head, right demeanor, right attitude for you to get your breakthrough. Lift up your voice and shout yes may you be at the place where your helpers are looking for you you I said may you be at the place where your supporters are looking for you ah let me announce to you may somebody that want to help you never meet your greatest enemy before they help you can I say that again here like somebody want to give you a million dollars sir the way you said that, you receive me like this. It shall be your portion. <laughs> I think I'm preaching here. Then they meet somebody who is your enemy and say, Can, I want to give this person one million. Can I give him one million dollars? And the person is your enemy. You say, sir, I wouldn't say don't give to him. But this is a guy that somebody gave him two million dollars and the person's business collapsed instantaneously. I like you. And I don't want your business to collapse. But I cannot also stop you from blessing somebody. So I leave you to your decision. May your, may your helpers never meet your enemies before they get to you. Why don't you shout that amen like a believer? Somebody is saying, Apostle, look what you are saying in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Look at Jesus. The wise men were looking for Jesus. Instead of them to follow the star, they said, let's go to the palace. And they went to see Herod. And the guy told them that, eh, you have seen a star. Another king, another king that you guys that have never visited me before, you have visiting a baby king. Go find him. When you see him, come tell me, I am ready to bow to this king. Think about it if God, the Holy Ghost, had not spoken to them to pass another route. I prophesy. Your help is coming. And no man can stop it. Your breakthrough is coming. And no power can stop it. I hear the Lord saying, there shall be honey coming out of your rock. In the midst of adversity, there shall be advantage. In the midst of misfortune, there shall be fortunes. In the midst of accidental mistakes, God will order your steps into a place of opportunity. There shall be treasure in the midst of your treasure. Lift your voice and shout, yes! Even your trash will produce treasure. I'm preaching here. I prophesy. Apostle Nkuma, I've done so many mistakes, and so what? Mistakes is two words. Miss and take. So if you miss and you took something wrong, sister, put it aside and pick something right. I see you getting there. I say, honey will come out of your rock. 
you have gone through so many disappointments. Yes. You see, sometimes the process of your disappointment is God's preparation for your, for, your, for your anointing, for the grace that must manifest in your life. Because if you don't go through anything, you cannot help anybody to anything. So your breakdown yesterday is your preparation for your breakthrough today. You just missed what I just said. I said the breakdown, your breakdown. Oh, come on, let me put it away. Your yesterday's breakdown was your preparation for your tomorrow's breakthrough. Lift your hand and shout amen here. There are some women here, they know how to treat men. Power right now. Because of the way they treated somebody bad and left. Forgive me. There are men of God, some men of God, they know how to talk to people because they've gone through some things. Look, look, I've gone through so many things in my life and I've learned so many things in a hard way and I'm so glad I'm alive to make a difference. Who am I communicating with here? Apostle, I've made a mistake. I have done this. I've done, listen to me, in life, you have to learn or learn and be ready to relearn. What did I say? Learn, unlearn, and be ready to do what? Yeah. That is when your breakthrough will come. Don't be too parochial. Don't be one way. Don't think that whatever that you are doing is the only right thing. Ladies and gentlemen, what you think you are doing right, there is an upgrade. How many of you have iPhone lifted? Let me see. Or, or any other phone? Let me lift it up. Let me see. Whether Android or iPhone, by the time you realize, they will tell you um, there must be what? System upgrade. If you don't upgrade your system, there are certain things that will not be available to you. Even your speed level will be slower. Some of you, you need upgrade. Listen to me. If you are not upgraded, you will be outdated. And when you are outdated, you'll be mundated. How many of you want to smell monitious? How many of you want God to bless you? How many of you want God to help you to smell? Am I communicating with somebody here? Let me tell you, apart from Jesus, whom you took as your personal savior, which is the best thing that can ever happen to a man that has happened to you, the next thing is the right partner. The next thing is money. Wait. How many of you know that Bible says money answered artists? Let me see your hand. And Bible said, with God, all things are possible. Let me see your hand. So the only thing on earth that challenges the authenticity, the validation of money, and even the mandate of God on earth is money. Money is the reason people kill people. I prophesy. Listen to me, I prophesy. That is why I have never allowed money to rule my life. I'm Apostle Emmanuel Inkum. I said this to the glory of God. To the glory of God. I single-handedly bought a, 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 about three plots of land in the middle of Accra, Accra for 330,000 US dollars and it was paid for by me. No help. How long did you pay for it? Three months. There is a grace over my head that lift ordinary men to take preeminence in the game of life. For if wherever I was, God can bring me here, then everybody is qualified to take over in the game of life. Lift your hand and say, my breakthrough is near and I receive it now.
Somebody shout a louder amen here. Be seated. Can I take five more minutes of your time so that we can pray? Oh, I can't hear you. So that we can pray? Okay. Now, encroachment is the secret of determination. Some of you watching me right now, dare big things. Dare big things. Bite more than you can chew. Dare big things. What did I say? Fire yourself. Open your restaurant. Go and get your own. Um, who am I communicating with here? Who am I communicating? Enter into real estate. Do some crazy things. Go and buy an empire in America. Go and have a, a, a distance with the banking system. Let them build places. Start renting them. Listen, if they refuse you, try again. Some of you are so timid. You have the green book or the yellow book. How do you? Which book? The, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the passport. The blue book. Yet there is nothing bluish around you. You have to be able to take advantage. I told you some time ago when I came here, even if the <coughs> bank asks you, how much will you borrow? You tell them $10,000. I can manage it. $20,000. Sister, when you are, God does not like borrowing, I want you to know, because it is your destiny to borrow to nations. Who am I communicating with here? But the only way God permits you to borrow is not to borrow a few. The prophet told the woman, he said, go borrow, but borrow not a few. God does not hate borrow, but God hates people that borrow as if they are begging. Don't ask me how much I want to borrow. You will be shocked. You know the size of my body is not the size of my brain. I tell you this. Borrow big. Especially in Africa, I've seen people who borrowed an amount equivalent to $1,000 or $500. That was even big. $300 or $200 and then they are, they are running in court. But there are people who are owing millions and nobody talks to them. Because you cannot borrow millions if you are not intelligent. I prophesy. Dare big things. What did I say again? One more time. What did I say again? Christianity has produced tongue speaking people but not great thinkers that can dare big things. You must be ready to dare big things because your God is a big God. One time, something was going for a woman and then they said, the father and the mother, everybody said, don't go. Even if it was part of his prophetic destiny that he should not go. The guy was going to marry one strange woman. A lion came. The mother and the father ran away. The guy killed the lion and still went. I said, I love Samson's spirit. The minute they see lion, they say, mm, I think God is speaking to me. Man of God. I saw the lion. Oh, Jesus. Hey, sister. The lion can be an indication. Because wherever there is no challenge, there cannot be a channel. If you have never seen anybody saying, you cannot make it. 
remember when I was sleeping on top of a bench for about a year. One boy was sleeping with me on the bench. One of the, my boys that came with me from Takradi, he was looking at me and said, eh, Papa, every day you go to church, you say you buy private jets, you own cars, you will travel to nations. The only place I know you've gone to is Nigeria. And even that one, you, you, you pass through the road, you suffered before you got there. You came back, you said they have beaten you. Meanwhile, you said later they didn't beat you. It is because of struggle. Who am I communicating with here? <laughs> I want to tell you something. Then the guy looked at me and said, Papa, it is better you begin to speak the way where you are. Let them know that you are suffering so they can help you. Because the way you are talking, people don't know you are suffering. <laughs> Say, change your confession because you don't look like your confession. Then I looked at him in anger. 3 a.m. in the morning. I said, Parkwesi, I don't confess where I am. I confess where I am going to. Because where I am going to is greater, better, stronger, exciting, and colorful than where I am. I might be broke today, but in my future, I shall lend to nations. Oh, lift your hand and shout hallelujah. One more time, shout hallelujah. Sit down for me. Have I blessed you tonight? Have I really blessed you tonight? Write this thing down so that I can go. Write this thing down. Five things to know if you must break through by encroachment. Number one, encroachment mentality. Develop an encroachment mentality. Because it always says there is no situation that is not changeable. No history that cannot be reversed. There is no history that cannot be Everybody said that there is no history that cannot be. Look at me. Somebody said in your family, nobody can marry. You are the one to break that history. Nobody can break through. You are the one. Oh my God. Nobody can control money. You are the one to share money. Listen, let me prophesy. Whatever the enemy said you will not have, I see you distributing it. Your amen is not good. I say, I see you distributing it. Lift up your voice and shout a louder amen here. Number two. Where your situation kept you is not as important as where your mind kept you. Where your situation kept you is not as important as where your mind kept you. Where your situation kept you is not as important as where your mind kept you. Some of you are having high blood pressure for what did not happen. What you thought will happen but did not what? One thing I like about black Americans is that they end every message they preach with praise. How many of you have realized that? I've not listened to many of them. But they are fantastic preachers who always end their messages with praise. I came to tell you it will end in praise if you set your mind on it. Can I hear you say amen here? Come on now. I'm almost done. Write this, the, the third one down. Breakthrough is the forceful expansion of existing entity. Is a forceful what? Of existing what? Okay, now that is not number three. I just wanted to remind you of breakthrough. 
Because it will now confirm the number three. Every lives in a world that is as large as their mind and their faith can carry them. What I'm saying is that your mind is your true size. Your mind, write it down. Your mind is your true size. Not what you say, but what you think is your true size. Bigger faith equals bigger encroachment mentality to live in a larger world. Number four, your breakthrough is not visible without your participation in seeding, sowing, and planting. Your breakthrough is not visible without your participation in seeding, sowing, and planting. For as long as the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest time shall not cease. When you give God something, you can see it. You can see. He will give you something you cannot see. There are times people give money. They come to church and they give something money to God and they think that God have to give them money. Yes, sometimes God give you money but there is an accident that did not kill you. It could be your seed you sowed. There is a sickness that did not terminate your life. It could be the seed you sowed. There are some doors that open for you. It could be the seed you sowed. There are certain there are certain level of relationship you came across. It could be your seed you sowed. You don't determine the harvest of your destiny, you can only predict the strength of your seed. This is strong. I prophesy. I had a daughter in uh, Botswana, Gaboroni. I was preaching in Muchudi in Gaboroni when the lady came out and said, the Lord is telling her to sow her car as a seed, pay my flight ticket, and also sow another seed of $2,000 in Gaboroni. So I, I said, she didn't look like it at all. I said, young lady, she's called Lorato. I said, what do you do? She said, I'm a teacher. And she smiled. Teacher, she said, yes. Teacher, and you are giving this. He said, sir, all I have, the God you spoke about, I want to dare him. I said, what do you want God to do for you? He said three things. Number one, I have never given birth before, but they said there is a big fibroid in my womb. And when I, my menses time come, I bleed as if I'm going to die. I want God to take it off. The money for the surgery is the money I brought, the 2K. Secondly, I'm taking care of some people that my strength cannot carry me further. That is the other money I gave for your ticket. <laughs> my car is what transports me to work. But this car is not my dream car. So I gave it to God for him to give me my dream car. Lastly, sir, I want to be married. Because nobody has been married in my family. I said, is that why you brought all this? She said, yes. I said, then it looks as if we have to give you a change. She looked at me and she was smiling. Like Yada is smiling. And you know what the Holy Ghost said to me? He said, tell her to go and sleep. And tell her the time she will sleep. I will visit her. 
She slept and she said she saw angels standing around her. She woke up and there was blood. Not from her, but there was blood as if somebody has kept her, cut her on her bed, but there was no cut. She went to hospital and checked and there was no trace of fibroid. You don't understand what I'm saying. There was no trace of fibroid. There is a God that can take your seed and determine the level of harvest that will bring you peace, that will bring you joy, that will bring you unspeakable glory. And I speak over your life. May the voice of your seed speak for you. Lift your voice and shout, yes. Sir, have you seen a lot of seed before? But have you seen a mustard seed before? Is it big? Is it bigger than... Orange seed. Orange seed divided into about seven or ten is one mustard seed. You don't determine the strength of a seed by the size of the seed. But by the potential and the content deposited by the creator and the manufacturer. Watch this. There are some of you seated here. After today, if I be a man of God, I see honey coming out of your rock. You miss me. I say you miss me. I see milk coming out of your sheep. I see God bringing you answers. I see God lifting you from struggle to a place of answers. Lift up your voice and shout amen like a thunder. Your ministry is having a new shape. Your life is having a new shape. The heavens are open for you. Lift your voice and shout yes. Sit down for me. I don't want to go anywhere again. I want to stand here and close you. Can I tell you something? I was in Ghana. I, got, I just got married at that time when I got married to Raj, my wife. Interesting. Someone say interesting. I don't like it. Say that again. Say interesting. Yeah. And I gave her a car when I married her as a gift. She was very excited. Three months later, I told her to sow the car as a seed. Sometime 2 a.m. I will see her. Oh, Father, this car, I am still praying. That means she was not convinced. I left her. She was there one day when she came and said, I want to give the car to whoever you want me to give to. I said, no, find somebody outside the church and give the car to the person. Or anybody you want to give the car to give to the person. And she asked me a question. She said, why were you forcing me to give a car? when you know you are not in the position right now to buy me a new car and you have also hidden the rest of the car keys that you will not allow me to drive them, that you want me to feel the impact of my sacrifice. I said, it's your karma. If you feel like giving it to God, give it to God. Then she went ahead and gave the car after a couple of months. Then I traveled to go to Phoenix, Arizona, preaching for Church of Pentecost in Phoenix, Arizona. At that time, the pastor there was called uh, Jampo. 
Jampo. And I was preaching. You know him. Pastor Hevo Jampo, yes. Then he said, I was preaching. A Nigerian guy called Kingsley stood up from the church and said, I see angels behind you. One of the angels came to tell me I should give your wife a car. That same week. Listen to me. The reason why Christians are struggling is because we worship a God we don't trust. We use our mouth to say how good he is. But we can carry our money to bank. But we can't carry our money to give to him. Because we lack, we lack the sensitivity that he is the mother of all creativity. That there is nothing you see that was not God that designed it. Yeah. I was there. One of my sons called me eh, just about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And said, Papa, I found somewhere in East Legon. But now that you have come, you just bought this place, that place. And what will you do? But the place is at the strategic place. If you get it for church. I said, it's an answer prayer. Let's go. We went. One year will be about 1.2 billion. I don't know how much that one will be. It will be a, a 120,000 Ghana CD. Right? 40,000 dollars. And he said, Papa, can we get it? I said, tell the people we are signing it tomorrow. How much did I have in my account? 30,000 K. I did not have all the money. Say, tomorrow, I said, we are signing it tomorrow. As I was talking, another church too was also going to also check. Because everybody has a vision, but you need a place for execution. Who am I communicating with here? And strangely, I went to the bank and somebody has transferred $10,000 into my account. In addition to the exact money I, I needed was available for me to pay one year. I paid for the one year. Sign it before I told the church that we have a place in East Legon. I tell people all the time that if God will kill somebody, God will not kill me. Even in the lowest stage of my life, I love him. And you can tell when you love someone by the passion you have concerning his work. It's like a woman saying, I love, I love this guy. I love, and you have money and you cannot help the man. You are a liar. Because a virtuous woman's husband must be found at the gate. And sometimes, the one who wants to go to the gate does not even have what it takes to get there. And it will take a virtuous woman's level of influence to carry the person to the gate. If you tell God that you love him, you can never look at his work going astray. The devil is attacking everything about God and the church. And the people in the kingdom have joined them. So if you go to Facebook, people who are even pastors are attacking pastors. People who are, am I communicating with somebody here? People who are this are attacking that. Who are assemblies are attacking Methodists. And this one is attacking this one. And if something happened and Christians have become too vocal That we are losing divine principle that give us access to divine speed. People have blown the cover that is securing 
their pathway. Never be too familiar to an anointing that will bless you. I have seen God's finger in my life. I am a nobody. Don't look at me like this big man of God. No, no, no. I am a nobody. It is just by grace. And there are some of you that God is about to take you to the next level of your life. Have you ever tried God? My friend, stand up. When I came, what's your name again, sir? Eric is a very good cook. If you are doing any party, call Eric. He will give you soup. Not Ghana one. Or Yibo soup. For you to live long. Somebody say, I hear, oh, stand up, Eric. You know what I want to tell you? When I came, he told me about how he never knew he was not well. That if God had not come in, he would have lost his life. Now, I want to ask you, do you have a land in Ghana? Not yet. Okay. Do you have a place in America? Do you have a car? Do you have a job? Hmm. So, if God had not saved you when you were to die, would you would have gone with your car eh? and the money in your account? Are you sure? And there was a man that said they should carry all the money for him as he is dying. And the wife was very smart. The wife said, we will give the money to you. Because the man was very greedy. And as they were about to go and bury the man, the daughter went to the man and said, Ma, Mommy, are you not going to go and cash all that this money and put inside the coffin? He said, oh, don't worry. Your daddy doesn't like to carry too much money. So I have signed a check. When he goes, he will cash it in the grave. There are things when you release into the hands of God, you are activating your faith for the supernatural. Some of you have prayed. How many of you pray a lot here? Let me see your hand. Listen to me. There is a place of prayer. There is a place of what? Yeah. Breakthrough. For breakthrough. Sister, for breakthrough. I know people that pray. Me, I prayed until I was coughing blood. And I was still poor. I prayed. I caught blood. And I said, God, even in the midst of this blood, I want your anointing. I was dying by ignorance. In fact, myself, we were five of them. Three of them died. How God secured my life. Maybe it was because of tonight. There are some of you listening to me. After today's service, may God navigate your path into a new realm of success. Somebody shout a louder amen here. There are some of you who are close to my wife. I know few people. You can ask her what she knows about me. Apostle Nkum. That maybe nobody knows is that I can wake up today with $30,000, dollars I can come back home and say, we just bought a land for another church here. We are starting a church there. How much that money? Who? The money in the account is gone. Gone. Like, I don't care whether I have or not. The only thing is that God, may your work move forward. And I've ever seen the hand of God in my life. Watch this. He gives seed to the sower, but bread to the eater. If you want to make a difference in your life, 
you must develop the attitude of letting go. Whenever you become too materialistic and sakinos, personal, sensitive, calculative, you miss the move of the Spirit of God. For honey, sir, sorry to ask you another question again. Have you ever seen honey out of a rock before? No. Have you ever seen a lion killed? When a lion is dead, what is supposed to come out of the lion in the process of decay? Maggot, worms, but Samson came back and he said, he made a proverb. What was the proverb? Out of. The strong. Him forth, honey. God is about to give you something that you have never thought you will get. Look at me. I want to speak only one word over your life. By the end of this service, anything God designed for you in the year 2018, may God hand it over to you by the end of, from now to the end of December, may God deliver it to you. Shout that amen and receive it. May God deliver it to you. Sit down. You are not called by God specifically to be seen. You are called to serve. Serve with your money. Serve with your life. Serve blindly. Serve with one eye open. Who am I communicating with here? But as you serve, he prepares you in your service to be seen tomorrow. Somebody is saying, Apostle Nkum, wow, what are you talking about? I thought we are going to pray, fall under power. You, some of you are falling. That's not why I came here tonight. Even though I will lay my hands on some few people, few moments to get out here. But I say that God is about to bring breakthrough to some people who have never taught they will even get access to breakthrough. If you believe it, get ready. Because before the end of this year, it can still happen. Your marriage can still happen. Your promotion can still happen. The job can still happen. The vision can still happen. The dream can still happen. The helpers can still happen. The open heaven can still Encroachment for breakthrough. Are you ready? Change your mindset. Change your giving attitude. Change the way you deal with people. Change the way you touch heaven and see how heaven will change the way they will touch you. We believe you've been blessed by this message. For details, inquiries, and prayer, call 469-502-1000. That's 469-502-1000. Or visit www.icjcdallas.org. You are blessed and highly favored.